everyone we are back we are back we are back and i'm so excited to start our podcast again hi you guys my name is kiara kabara and i am your student body president and we have the lovely madison with us hello everyone my name is madison brown i'm the communications director for student government and i'm so happy to be back i did like one episode last year in my role on the comms team and now i'm back as director no yeah i'm so y'all i'm so happy to be back and y'all unfortunately this will be our last one we've come to a close today's our last day in our positions and bittersweet it's bittersweet it's been a wild ride and how does it feel like Think about this time last year when mm-hmm. you were just becoming student by president versus now on your way out. Like, yeah. what are your emotions like? That is so crazy. Yeah, you're right. So this time last year, I just found out that I won. And man, I can say growth is the biggest thing. Growth for sure. Just like being a junior, going into senior year summer not really knowing what this position entails. And like now it's like I experienced everything. A whole year went by and now we're getting ready for law school. You're about to graduate. We're about to graduate. We're about to graduate. (laughs) You're about to graduate. That's true. I got a year left. You got one more year. (laughs) One year left. But no, I have the same sentiment starting like sophomore year and being like, I'm going to be on the executive board for an organization like student government. I was so excited this time last year. Mm -hmm. And even though I've been on the comms team that previous year, I had no idea. It's just so different. different. I've learned so much as a leader, as a person, as a communications person, just like eye-opening experience. And now I'm going into my senior year and I'm like, this is insane. Insane. It went by so quick. Yes. No, this year actually went by fast. And I feel like I'm not a big fan of spring semester. Like, I've never been a fan of spring semester. But this spring semester has been going by quick. It's April. It's people April. Are, people are asking me about my thesis for senior year. I'm like, oh, I thought I had a little more time left. I'm like, oh my goodness. No. Like, they're like, what are you doing this summer? I don't know yet. I don't know. Don't, don't ask me, actually. No. Because I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> um, but no, it's just so crazy that we're ending our terms yeah. and best of luck to everyone coming into student government for next yes. year it's just oh it's gonna be so amazing to see everyone and how our work progresses into next year and like what they continue to carry on from our initiatives i agree i agree yes. so speaking of graduation we have two of the best people to talk about this topic um i'm personally going to law school there are seniors who are looking for internships looking for jobs there are and honestly their department and their program it's not just for seniors it's for freshmen sophomores seniors every single body and so um i kind of just want to kick it off to our beautiful wonderful guests y'all whenever i meet with them i tell the tell them all the time y'all are my favorite people to meet with (laughs) y'all make every single meeting fun and y'all are really changing campus so i'm gonna pass it off to you guys and then just give us a quick introduction what you guys are working on and stuff like that yes who you're with absolutely yes thank you so much it's um it's really an honor to spend time with you all and on your last day of your terms. Wow, didn't know that. Yeah. Um, 
Well, best of luck to to you all and to and to all of you. So my name is Norma Guerra Geyer, and I serve as the executive director for Texas Career Engagement. Um, now, yes. Texas Career Engagement is a, um, a a relatively new office. We were uh, born in November 2018, oh, wow. and really got our um, our you know goals and and our staffing organizational model kind of put into place in 20 late 2019 um and then that silly crazy pandemic hit right and so Mm -hmm. we have been working so hard um to ensure that we do overarchingly two things for campus one is to ensure that Every single student at UT has equitable access to what I like to call everything career, whether it's programs or services or classes, resources, opportunities, most importantly, right? So we're here to serve all students in an equitable and accessible fashion. We are also here overarchingly, our other goal is to ensure that we are able to provide um, equitable access to the diverse talent that's All amazing. of you, Longhorns, um, amazing. your amazing talent to our employers, whether local to global, um, we are promoting um, all of the amazing talent that exists um, in, in all of our majors across campus. It's important also for me to say that at UT, I think students have the best of both worlds. You have a career center within your college or school mm-hmm. that is dedicated industry uh, experts to help you every step of the way. And then you have Texas Career Engagement. And what we do is supplement that work that's happening. We kind of look at things from a different perspective. We might spend a little bit more time helping students with exploration. Um, We also will work with students who are perhaps in a major but that major doesn't quite equal the type of career exactly. you want to pursue yes. or yes. the opportunity. Exactly. I feel like you a lot pursue. of people understand that concept. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes. yes. Um, you know, sometimes we study things that we love, but then we don't. We figure out that's not what I want to do. I'm exactly. going to take this great knowledge and I'm going to apply it in a different way. Yes. So our team can help you do that. So I'm going to stop there and I'll turn it over to to the amazing Robert Vega. Yes, yes. introduce yourself. Yes. yes. So I'm. Robert Vega, Deputy Director of Texas Career Engagement. And I want to start by saying congratulations. Uh, What a great year you've had. And um, really excited for your senior year. Thank you. And uh, hearing more about, you know, law school successes down the road. So Uh, um, she's going to kill it. (laughs) (laughs) And you have a lot of great new people to, you know, to inspire you, right, with the new potential justice coming up and um, a lot of exciting things happening in the world of law. Um, So yeah, I'm again, deputy director and I work very closely with Norma on all these, um, these, this, this mission, this mission of ours, right? We're um, at our core. uh, We're all about student engagement in a way, as Norma mentioned is, you know, transcends major Mm -hmm. and really crosses not just one identity, but multiple identities. We're all about, you know, identity-centered um, uh, career education, and we're excited to talk to you about that today. So good. Yeah. So good. I'm so excited. So a couple of days ago and last night, we put up, like, a poll on our Instagram for, like, students to send in questions that they have for y'all, and then we also made up some questions. So 
I'm going to kick us off with our first one. And it says, what is the timeline like for students to start planning their career or graduation plans? Yes. Mm -hmm. I know a lot of students come in or kind of unsure what they even want to major in. Mm -hmm. And then they take some time to kind of figure that out. Then they're like, okay, now I need to figure out what kind of job am I going to get or grad school or what does that look like? Mm -hmm. Yes. Um, it is absolutely never too early, right, Robert, right. To, mm-hmm. to really kick off those, you know, the, thinking about those questions. And that's where you where you start. That's the best way to, to really engage in this thought process is to just ask those questions. And, um, you know, we have some formal uh, programs that you might subscribe to. We have a career class, a career exploration class, Mm -hmm. UGS um, 107D, um, that's called Exploring Careers and Majors that you can register for if you really want to, you know, go through this and through a semester-long process. Um, But if you really are at a place where you just want to better understand what your options are, what your strengths are, um, your interests, we always talk about ourselves from a skill an interest of values and a personality perspective. So when you bring all of those things together, that defines who you are to some extent. And then it def- it kind of opens up all of these different avenues of what your potential could be. Um, so we can work with you on that. We have a team of career education um, specialists who can work with you. We're also going to, um, when we visit with you, figure out, oh, you are like a primary candidate to go directly to your career center within your college or school, mm-hmm. set up an appointment with them, and start working with them on your career pathing. So all of this can happen, quite honestly, the minute you set foot on campus. Get to know what your resources are. It's never, ever too early. Internships are the way to go. Um, Having those career experiences, student employment, if you can get a job on campus and build your competencies, all of these are building blocks that will um, inform your career potential down the road. So I I say get involved right away. Robert, you have any other advice? Yeah, so um, I think that when you... um come onto campus and you're that first year student, a a lot of jobs don't even exist, right? So by the time you graduate, there could be some career out out there that, you know, really interests you but didn't exist at the time. So Mm -hmm. a big part of what we do is skill acquisition. So we're all about um, helping with professional development and skill um, development in order to Um, forecast the future of work, which Mm -hmm. is what it's called, right? And, you know, where the, where the job market might be going, you know, four years down the road, eight years down the road, 10 years down the road. So we're really focused on helping students um, acquire new skills so that you can be competitive, competitive for um, whatever that career path is, Mm -hmm. regardless of your major. I love that. So it's really for everyone. And um, just to do, um, you know, a quick plug, the, um, a part it, this is for undergraduate and graduate students. So mm. we work with it's called career readiness and skill development. Uh, we can really help uh, students uh, prepare for what's whatever comes next. That is really good. And I yeah. think something else that I want to hint at too is do not feel discouraged 
if you feel like changing career paths. Just because like I came in pre-med, I knew I wanted to be a doctor. I was going to be the best doctor ever. Then my sophomore year hit and I was like, you know what? These chemistry classes are getting a little too hard. Let me transfer and go to the government route. And like now I'm pre-law. So I feel like students who are out there, especially like freshmen and sophomore, um, who want to change their major, change it. If that's really what you feel like you want to do, if that's what makes you happy and then work with you guys to say like, okay, I changed my major. What are some career um, options after that? So, yeah. Yes. And also I feel like, like you said, I know so many students who have graduated who are doing something totally, totally different, different than when they came in. And <laughs> totally you're just like, <laughs> where did you come up with that? How did you figure that out? Like, this just was not your plan. But that's okay because it's they okay. figured it out along the way and they had the courage to change their plans of what they had always thought was going to be for their future. Mm-hmm. But I also know a good deal of students who might have gotten the degree, stayed on that path, and they're doing a career that really doesn't have anything to do with your major. Mm-hmm. And I feel like there are, it's a growing number of people and students all across America who are getting degrees and really interested in what they've studied, but might not decide to go that career route or mm-hmm. might just have that background knowledge. Mm-hmm. So can you talk about what that experience is like? If you've talked to any students who or kind of like, yes, I have this degree, I'm graduating, I want to graduate with this major, but I know I don't want to actually use it, I want to do something else. What does that look like when you're trying to advise students how to find a job? Yes, well, I, I'll tell you, one of the things that that I would say, first and foremost, to students who find themselves in that place, and let me tell you, that's just about every student, yes. really, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think bad. we've all been there. I changed my major when I was in, in college like three times, and uh, that was a bit much back then, back in the day. But, you know, it all worked out. Um, but... I would definitely recommend our career communities. So we have these career communities that right now are primarily um, resources that are available online through Canvas. And um, there are, um, let's see, we've got business and entrepreneurship. We have creative careers. We have nonprofit, public service and government science and sustainability, technology, and then there's one that's just for major and career exploration. So these communities are filled with resources and hopefully very soon more active programming, alumni um, connections that um, so you can learn from others, right, who have been there before you Mm -hmm. and who can say, yes, I know exactly what you're thinking. Um, That's where I was. And um, I want to do some more exploration. Here's how what I did. Here's what I learned through my experience. So these communities are intended not so much for students, for example, with the business one who are majoring in business, but students who are majoring within liberal arts or other um, colleges and schools, but have an interest in learning more about those possibilities within business. Um, It's important to say, too, I think that as we poll employers, very, very few employers say, I am hiring only X majors. Mm -hmm. Instead, we're hearing from them, we need to hire talent with these competencies, mm-hmm. with these skills. Mm-hmm. That's what it's all about. That You need to get a good handle on what you can do and, and hone those competencies. And we can help you with that to figure out lots of different resources to make that happen um, so that you can more effectively market yourself to those potential opportunities out there. 
Yeah, I think it's important for students to know that um, your intellectual intellectual interest, your academic pursuits, can be very different from your career pursuits. So, mm-hmm. if you know. Studying medieval literature is your thing, and that is what you want to do. <laughs> yeah, and do it. In college, do it. Do it do and love it. it. But, you know, if you're interested in a career in, say, a business environment or technology, that's where the internships come in, right? That's where experiential learning comes in. So it's a dual path where you're following your academic interest, but you're also preparing yourself for what comes next to make sure, as Norma said, that you have the competencies that employers are looking for and that you've already started creating a network of career advocates in these internships, in these experiences, who will be able to help open doors for you. Because again, um, a lot of positions out there aren't even not even posted, right? So mm-hmm. a lot of them, um, you know, you hear about um, through word of mouth. Beautiful, beautiful. Okay, so let's just take this scenario. Y'all just, so I just changed my major, came to you guys, y'all showed me my career list. Um, I applied to an internship and they asked me, hey, it's interview time. I got it. So interviews, what is your department looking like on helping me out? How do I make sure that I sell myself as best as possible? So I want to take it. Yes. (laughs) Well, I'll tell you, one of my favorite technology tools is called Big Interview. Check it out. Big interview. It's available on our um, on our website, and it's a tool to help you prepare for those interviews. And it's actually a virtual format, so you can see yourself, hear yourself, practice as much as you as you would like to perfect your and hone your skills. You can also schedule a mock interview with one of our, our team members to sit down with you, ask you those tough questions. Figure out what questions you're going to ask. You should always, always have five interview questions in your back pocket ready to ask because more than likely you'll have time to ask two or three, but of those five, three will probably be answered during the course of the interview, right? So we can help you figure out what is the most appropriate type of question you might want to ask because you want to show that you're informed, Mm -hmm. um, but that you're also inquisitive and truly engaged and interested in the organization. Um, I would also suggest if you haven't been on uh, the Hire You Texas platform, it's Hire You Texas, powered by Handshake. Check it out. Thousands I'm not kidding. Thousands of, and I wish I had looked at the stats this morning that was just shared in our staff meeting, but we typically have 12 to 14,000 jobs and internships. These are employers who are looking to hire UT talent, mm-hmm. right? So go online, claim your account, and, and that's one of the best ways to look for those opportunities. I would add that, you know, a great thing about the way that we work with the uh, college and school career centers is that they also offer mock interviews. So Mm -hmm. a student can go to your college and school career center and um, schedule a mock interview with one of their career coaches or career advisors. And it's great to have both you know, uh, feedback and, and, and support from both areas, right? Because there's more specialized. So it might be around something like geosciences or around anthropology, um, where we're focused on that interdisciplinary focus. And we also have that uh, focus on, you know, how do you bring out 
your um, your own authentic self. So how do I talk about my own identity as part of that process? Um, whether it be you know my my sexual orientation, I might have you know a disability. Um, so how do I speak about these things in an in, in, in an interview? And another plug I'll make is for um, Hooked In, which is a mentoring and um, networking platform, which is a great way for you to connect with alumni um, who maybe are in a position that you're interested in and apply and that you're interviewing for. Um, and you can get tips from them um, that so you know good. will connect so you. Cool. I never heard of that. Me either. Yeah, yeah. I've never awesome. heard of that before. And that's with a, a partnership. Call out our friends at Texas X's. Mm. So um, TCE and Texas X's partnered during that first semester of the pandemic, um, and we we just went full speed ahead to launch um, Hooked In, um, which is a, the mentoring a networking platform. It has grown substantially. Many of your colleges and schools actually have premium groups, so special groups within your, your majors. So check that out too. Look for your special communities within your colleges and schools, and then there's the broader-based uh, UT community. It's kind of like the UT LinkedIn. Wow. Okay. Can you can you all talk a little bit about the power behind having a UT education? Because I feel like everyone yeah, always so talks good. about why it's like so important to go to UT, how we're such an amazing school. But then once you get here as a student, a lot of students have imposter syndrome, and they're like, what? Why am I special? Like, I'm just like any other student among all the other ones looking for jobs in this country. So what about UT students? Has employers really wanting to work with us? That's a good question. That is a really good question. Um, And you know what? Imposter syndrome is so real. I was just talking um, uh, within our national profession about imposter syndrome that I've experienced, okay, over, I've been doing this for 30 years. Hey, it still happens, y'all. And there are so many environmental factors that play into that. So I just wanted to acknowledge, thank thank you for the question, because it is so important. And um, I I call on you um, to to just do something that that we all have to do every so often, and, and it's hard to do. But that's to stop and really take an inventory of who am I, what have I learned, why am I here, and what can I contribute, right? We're all here to, to contribute to society in some way. And never forget that you have a place. You have a place, a role, a purpose in your contributions. And you know what? That's what I think employers really like about UT Austin. We have such a diverse community. Um, so much of our population has come from, you know, all corners of the world. We have um, many students who are first gen, many students who are incredible researchers and scientists, right? We have, I mean, the spectrum, it's all here at UT. And um, there's a sense of, of, of pride, I think, but there's also a sense of realism in how UT engages our students in and out of the classroom. And I think that that's one of the primary things that employers really pay attention to when they're looking at talent at UT. Yeah, I would add that, um, or you know, just to, to reinforce that, there's a lot in that that individual identity, right? And who you are, and you know, getting to UT and 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 successfully um, completing your degree. Uh, but there's also something that comes from us as a group, right? And you know, 
being a part of something larger than yourself and, you know, what that does to, to build you up and, and to build up others. And then, of course, there's the support that UT students get from um, faculty in these amazing courses that they teach, the research that they do. And then on the staff side as well, where we, you know, really try to make sure that your experience is something that you'll remember, particularly on a large campus like this, where we try to focus on that individual and make sure that you're having some an individualistic experience. And when you combine all of that, plus the core courses that every student takes really helps build that UT education. And mm-hmm. um, I think that that, you know, all of those things combined um, create the brand that we have and the reason that employers want to have Longhorns uh, working for them. And they already do. And those, those alumni, they love hiring other Longhorns. So it's a, it's a, a you know, you can consider it a cycle and it's a great cycle. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we do everything we can to keep it going. Perfect. I This conversation has been so helpful. Um, we're about to wrap it up a little bit. So one of my last questions for you all is, can you just talk about Anything that's coming up that people should be looking out for? I know like this week is, we were just talking about the budgeting. Um, There are students out there who have unpaid internships and we talked about this, just like programs and stuff like that. So yeah, just talk about any services that's coming up that our students can get involved in. And graduations coming up. Graduations. For for those students who are six weeks out and maybe still don't have a job, any advice for them? Yes. (laughs) Absolutely. Let's let's take the the students who are continuing on first. Yeah. TCE has an internship fund, which was created, you know, going back to um, Norma's opening about equitable access, we really want to help um, identify financial barriers and um, help remove those barriers so that all students can engage in experiential learning in order to help, you know, that professional development they'll need in order to prepare for a career. A lot of students can't do that. A lot of students need to work. They need to, you know, they need wages. They need um, uh, to support themselves, potentially even families. Um, So the internship fund is for any student um, who is currently enrolled. And so, for instance, if you're not graduating in May, if you are graduating in May, we have this we have this fund for the spring, and you should definitely get in touch with us like ASAP for this. <laughs> but if you're continuing on and you have a summer internship that's unpaid, um, look into it. Uh, it's a great fund. It can um, pay the wages of up to twenty dollars per hour, so that wow. again, it, it's really Perfect. supporting students. And the the fund um, goes directly to students. As the majority of our funding, we we really try to make sure that it goes to support students. On the other hand, there you had the question about students who are graduating in May, and every at the end of every year, then um, this is in addition to everything that the colleges and schools and the career centers do, but from T- Texas Career Engagement, we host the Texas 22 and Beyond program, which is a collection of programs, events, and resources aimed at just-in-time hiring for students who are preparing um, to go out into that whatever comes next world, right? So could whether it's graduate school, law school, you know, preparing those applications, or you've already been admitted, you um, you've got a job lined up, but you're not sure, you know, how to transition from you know from a student to a professional, or you're you know you're you're st- you're thinking about what that job might be. How can we help um, provide the resources, encouragement? 
and um, everything you uh, you need to 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 to, to in, engage in a in a career search or job search that is meaningful to you that might be mission oriented that you know um, that that could bring satisfaction to you. And I think, you know, and on top of, of what Robert has shared, I would just like to say, gosh, we haven't even talked about this, but y'all, we have some phenomenal new space yes. in the FAC on the second floor. I know Kiara's had a chance to come visit. We invite all of you to come by. We're on the second floor um, of the FAC. And... Um, one thing that I want to make sure all of you know about is that we have like 40 interview rooms. Now, oh, these wow. interview rooms are designated for employers to come and recruit talent, right, when they're oh. recruiting across campus. Mm -hmm. They are also available to students if you have a virtual interview, okay? So you 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 um, meet an employer and they say, we'd like to interview you. It's going to be virtual because we're in New York. Um, you're looking for a, a nice, quiet, professional space, maybe some little pre-coaching before you go in, um, we're here. And we're, it's a, our rooms are available for booking. So reach out to us and let us know if you need to do that. And they have some very cute cubby lockers, too, if you have to, like, change and stuff like that. It's very nice. We oh, do. So yeah. We have some dressing so cool. rooms so that if you are actually going to need to change clothes mm -hmm. and get on, get you know, before you get on screen or meet the employer in person. You can do that. Um, and, you know, we also, those of you thinking about grad school, um, we've had a lot of students come up and uh, reserved an all day for their medical school interviews. So whatever it is you're preparing for and you're looking for that nice, quiet space because you're in between classes or your dog at your apartment's going to bark all the time if you're there, whatever the case might be, um, we have that space designated just for you. So reach out and let us know. That's so good. Yes, amazing. This was amazing. You guys don't understand. Like, so students really need to hear this. And I really hope that they just play this podcast back and back and back and back yes. until they graduate because this was very helpful and very needed. So I do have a fun question, very controversial because it, it it shows who you really are, okay? So I want you to rank these three things, Madison, you too. Oh, okay. Okay, the first one, well, the, the categories is pancakes, waffles, French toast. Oh, like, easy. Rank it. What's the highest, second, and then least favorite? I'm going to say pancakes. Yes. And then waffles. Hey. And then French toast. Hey. Yes. She gets it. <laughs> That's the answer. She gets it. That is That's the, the answer. answer. What she about you? Gets it. What about you? Oh, oh, now I feel like I'm on the outs. Now I feel like I'm on the outs. I would absolutely go with French toast. Oh, really? Yes. Followed by pancakes. No. Followed by waffles, which I typically avoid. Oh my really? goodness. Yes. You see, my thing with French toast, all it is is just bread. Yeah. It's just bread. Yeah. It's a slice it's of bread. It's a soggy bread. And see, with waffles... You start with quality bread, though. But you can put <laughs> fresh fruit on top of a waffle with some whipped cream. I yeah. love that. The syrup, like... Oh, the syrup oh. is so good, yeah. You see, the fluffiness of a pancake is just why it's number one. It's why it's number one. It's, <laughs> it it does what it's supposed to do. It doesn't try to do more. I feel mm. like waffles try to make it something it's not. Yes. Like, you're just a pancake with holes with in it. With holes? Oh, yeah. Waffles try a little <laughs> too hard. It's, it's waffles try too hard. hard. For breakfast. For first thing in the morning. Stay in your leg, waffle. <laughs> 
yeah okay i just wanted to say thank you all for yes, coming thank on y'all here. so so much this was so good amazing advice i learned the entire time i was listening to you no me too i was I'm like, like oh great notes. good to know i have that yeah <laughs> okay no yeah this was yeah. good but yes um thank you to all of our listeners this year this semester yes um this was perfect this yeah. was really perfect and i just want to say thank you i yes. enjoyed thank you liberal art studio yes oh my gosh jacob y'all jacob's the best he's the, the best. best 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 make this process so easy so easy yes yeah. but i really um appreciate serving as your student body president yes i love being the communications director yeah and that's that pretty much wraps it up thank you guys